You're listening to the Vendo Podcast. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Vendo Podcast. I'm Nicholas Martinez, the Senior Marketing Strategist here at Vendo. And today we're going to be talking about the new communication guidelines for Amazon buyer-seller messages. Um, you may have heard that these new guidelines are going to be going into effect uh, this week on November 6th. So we thought it'd be a very timely uh, podcast to kind of dig in and break down what these new changes mean for you, your brand, your seller account, uh, to make sure that you are complying with Amazon's guidelines. Um, as you may or may not know, Amazon is uh, pretty strict with their buyer-seller messaging guidelines. Um, and if they detect any type of uh, non-permitted messages being sent, uh, they have uh, systems in place to automatically block those emails. And then they also have manual processes in place to go in and check those emails and see exactly what type of non-permitted activity was going on. Um, and this is really important because uh, Amazon takes it so seriously that if they do find that you are using non-permitted language, promotional offerings, just really anything that goes against their guidelines, uh, they will take uh, uh, a consequence on your account. Uh, and these consequences can be you know, a couple weeks of uh, having your messaging, proactive messaging abilities turned off. Um, more typical is a 30-day um, block from sending proactive messages, um, but they can even shut down your entire account if they uh, detect this activity continues to go on. So really, really important that you're aware of what these guidelines are and that you are taking the appropriate uh, steps to make sure that your account, your business is protected because uh, I'm sure you know getting your account shut down, even if it was just for a few days, uh, could mean a lot of uh, sales loss uh, to your business. So let's go and go ahead and dig into it now. Uh, let's go over some of these updates. I'm also going to be linking in the description below uh, a link to where you can find the exact guidelines that Amazon has posted. So if you have any questions, uh, feel free to reach out to me via email, leave your questions in the comments. Um, and of course, feel free to refer to those official guidelines straight from Amazon. Um, so yeah, let's, let's, let's dig in and talk about what's allowed and what's not allowed. Um, so Amazon has kind of two different categories of, of messages that are allowed. They have, uh, you know, the permitted messages, which are basically defined as communications necessary to complete an order or respond to a customer service inquiry, right? So if it's going to help complete an order or if it's going to respond to a customer, those are really the kind of umbrella, uh, that's kind of the umbrella definition for what is permitted. Now, there's permitted uh, messages that go out automatically that Amazon sends, and there's also proactive permitted messages. So proactive permitted messages are communications that are initiated by the seller that are in response to uh, a buyer's question. Um, so these, these, these uh, messages can be sent within 30 days after an order is completed, not any later than 30 days. Um, these messages must include the order ID. So if you are using a third-party software to uh, send these messages, which I know a lot of, a lot of accounts, uh, a lot of sellers, a lot of brands do, you know, Feedback 5, Feedback Wiz, Feedback Genius by Seller Labs, those are, you know, three prominent examples of softwares that are used. Um, you want to make sure that your order ID is in that message. Now, a lot of those systems already have ways for you to automatically have that added into the subject. 
Um, but double check, make sure. And if your order ID is not in there, go ahead and make sure that you have a smart field in that software. So all these softwares, you know, have the ability to say order ID and then it'll automatically insert it for that order. Um, and then of course, if you're doing manual messages uh, through Amazon, you wanna make sure that order ID is included as well, which Amazon automatically does. So you shouldn't really have to be worried about that if you're sending it straight through Amazon. But definitely go back, double check your messages, make sure you have that order ID in there. Now there's several permittable reasons that you can send a proactive message uh, that Amazon states. Um, here are some examples. Uh, one, requesting a product review. Two, requesting seller feedback. All right, let's, let's stop there. Those are two big ones that I'm sure uh, you were thinking about if you didn't know already. Uh, so this is great. This is basically Amazon reaffirming that sellers can send proactive messages requesting product reviews and seller feedback. So if you've got those set up, you are good to go. Again, just make sure you have the order ID in there. And then some of the other things I'm gonna talk about in a bit, make sure that you don't have any uh, unpermitted uh, language in, in those emails. But asking for reviews, asking for seller feedback is allowed. And I'll go into a little bit of the, uh, some of the uh, strings that are attached to that, but long story short, they are allowed. Um, you're also allowed to send proactive messages uh, if it is necessary to resolve an order fulfillment issue, um, if it's necessary to request information needed to complete an order, um, if for whatever reason you need to send an invoice, that's not too typical since that's automatically done through Amazon. Um, but if, if that's needed, you can do that. Um, let's say you're selling a heavier, bulky item that requires a delivery time appointment. Well, uh, you can send messages for that. So, you know, uh, if your product gets shipped via pallet and you can't just drop it off at the door, uh, you can reach out via messenger, uh, via Amazon's messaging system to, to schedule that delivery time. Um, you can uh, send proactive messages for a question related to a return. Now that's really great, right? Um, because uh, sending messages uh, that have to do with returns can really help uh, uh, maximize a customer experience, a positive customer experience. It can help minimize the return refund rate because someone might actually decide that they want to continue to keep their order and not return it anymore. So I'll get into some details about that in just a moment. But um, I think the three big takeaways here is that Amazon is reaffirming. You can ask for reviews, you can ask for seller feedback, and you can send uh, proactive messages related to a return. Those are three big buckets for buyer-seller messaging. Um, and we'll go into some more detail now. So in regards to asking for a review or asking for a seller feedback, um, it's always important that you never ask for that if it's only in a positive way. So you can't say, uh, please leave a review if you had a great experience. Um, you can't say, please leave a five-star review. You can't say, please leave a good review. To be super, super safe, this is what we recommend. Ask for an unbiased or honest review. So say, hey, uh, we hope you're, um, uh, we see that your order was delivered. Um, we would love if you could leave an honest review. We would love if you could leave an unbiased review. If you, if you specifically say language like that, that's gonna protect you from any potential flags on your account. 
because maybe you're saying something else in that message that Amazon picks up on and your message get, gets flagged. Well, you want to make sure that you have it very clear that you only asked for an honest or unbiased review. You also cannot lead the customer. So you can't say, if you're unhappy, please contact us. If you're happy, leave an honest review. Like that's contradictory, right? That, 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 that if statement. Uh, kind of sets it up so that the customer thinks, oh, if I have a bad experience, I'm going to contact. If I have a good experience, I'm going to leave a review. Obviously, that would help promote positive reviews, but Amazon has a, a restriction in place to safeguard buyers from such activity um, so that the reviews are as legitimate and as representative as possible of the true buyer experience. So just be really careful there um, that the language that you use is neutral. Um, and that you're not incentivizing as well. So, you know, you can't say, uh, I'll give you half off your next purchase. I'll give you 10% off. I'll give you a rebate. Uh, anything that incentivizes a, a review, what, whether negative or positive actually, uh, is not allowed. So do not definitely stay away from any type of uh, incentivized uh, language. Um, and, and, and something that's really come out recently that, that has helped a lot of sellers not even have to think about all these things is Amazon came out with a request a review feature. Now, if you go into your orders, you'll see this come up. You can actually press in there to request a review. And what's really great about this is you're not sending this message. You're not coming up with the copy. It's coming straight from Amazon to the buyer. So you don't have to worry about any of the language at all. You literally just press the button and it gets sent to all customers who have um, uh, received their order, their order has been delivered within five to 30 days after delivery. So if you're doing this manually, you wanna set it up so maybe every week you're going in to your orders, you're click, clicking the request review button, boom, it's automatically sent out. If you don't wanna to have to worry about doing that on a weekly or regular basis, um, certain third-party softwares. There is um, a Chrome extension called Sellerize that can be used for this. Feedback 5 and some of the other softwares also have an a, a email campaign that you can literally just enable, and you don't have to worry about anything. It'll automatically be sent through there, um, and uh, you know, you'll consistently be asking, basically every customer will be asked for a review directly from Amazon. And these are actually performing really well, we've seen, because um, the way that it looks on the consumer's end is very easy. It comes in, requests a review, it has five stars where the customer can click one star, two star, three, four, five stars, um, and boom, the review, the rating's left. They don't even have to write anything if they don't want it. They can just click the stars, and that'll count towards your rating. If they want, they can then, uh, they can then uh, write out the text, uh, upload images, videos, you know, they can build out their review, but if they want just right click the stars and boom, it's done. So really easy for the seller, really easy for the consumer. Um, if you're worried at all or just want an easy solution, I would definitely enable that. Um, do it yourself or enable it through a third party software. Um, something else that Amazon's reiterating um, uh, through their new guidelines uh, is that you should avoid sending repeat messages. Now, Avoid is not required, right? That's, it's just saying avoid. So if it were up to Amazon, you would only have one message that you send to the customer. Um, however, you know, a lot of times you wanna send more than one. You wanna send one asking for a review and a seller feedback, and maybe you wanna send another one to all customers that submit a return, right? Which we talked about earlier is permitted. So that's allowed, but 
if Amazon, basically, if Amazon's detecting that you're sending too many messages, um, two, three, you know, more than two, I would say, three, four, five messages, um, that's probably going to get your account flagged and, and, and you're going to get a manual check on your account. So to stay off Amazon's radar, try to send one, you know, two max uh, messages. And, you know, here at Vendo, uh, we like to set up two. Um, we like to do the, the review request and seller feedback request email. Um, and we also like to do a return or refund email. So as I was talking about earlier, you know, if a customer has a bad experience, Amazon makes it so easy to, to, to submit a return, right? They just go in, boom, uh, the shipping label's printed out, it's, it's done. The customer almost doesn't even think about, oh, should I reach out to the seller and you know, talk this through? Uh, it, that, 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 that'll probably just take more time. I mean, not, not if you have great customer service, which is what we strive for here at Vendo. You, know, you, you have to respond within 24 hours or sooner, but a lot of customers don't get that experience. And they're used to messages to brands either not getting answered at all or taking several days. And they don't have time for that, right? They want their product re refunded and, re and or replaced right away. Um, so to get ahead of that or to get in the way of that, I should say, uh, having a return uh, refund email set up automatically to go out when a customer requests a return uh, can be really valuable. Um, because, you know, it'll uh, preserve your return refund rate, right, which helps your performance metrics, which helps your account health, which helps the ranking of your products, right, because products that get returned a lot, Amazon is not going to want to show them to customers, because that's a bad customer experience. So um, if you can preserve that re return refund rate a bit, um, you know, that's going to help you with, with sales, it's going to help you with the ranking, the visibility of your product and the sales of your product. So having that uh, email turned on for that reason is really important. Uh, also, if somebody's returning something, they most likely, they probably had a bad experience. So, uh, you know, what's the next thing they're gonna do if they're unhappy? They're gonna go and leave a negative review on your product page. They're gonna go and leave a negative seller feedback on your seller account, right? But if you have a message that goes to them and it says, hey, we noticed you just requested a refund or a return, we're here for you, we're gonna help you. Whatever is on your mind, we are gonna take care of you. If you have that set up, you're gonna minimize the likeliness of all these negative reviews, negative feedback, and uh, the, the amount of re refunds that actually get uh, processed to the end. It's also an opportunity for you to you know, show the customers that you care, that you're there for them, to open your door to them, so that they're not kind of just lost in this Amazon abyss of, you know, I just have to process a refund with Amazon and that's it. No, you want to, you want to give your brand experience your, your, you know, you want to give that same experience that you would through your own D to C site or, you know, interacting with a customer, um, off of Amazon. So, um, definitely really good email to set up for returns and refunds. And as mentioned, um, the different softwares that we, uh, mentioned, uh, can be used so that this email will automatically be triggered right away when someone, uh, submits a return or a refund. Now, if you're worried about messages that are allowed, such as these, not getting through to the customers, um, Amazon does allow you uh, to put important in the subject. It has to be in brackets. So, so let me backtrack a little bit. Um, some customers on Amazon have opted out of receiving proactive messages. So they'll still receive the messages that are important for their delivery and their order confirmation. But any other type of messages from sellers, such as requesting reviews, seller feedback, uh, return related messages, if the customer has opted out, that means they are not gonna receive any proactive messages from sellers. 
Um, the only way to get around this right now is to put important, the word important, in brackets in the subject. Important can be capitalized, lowercase, it doesn't matter. But the main thing here is it has to say important, and it has to be in brackets. If you do this, any customers who have opted out of proactive messages you're, will still get your message. But that doesn't mean you can just put any message you want and put important for all of your messages. No, Amazon will flag you if you're abusing this. So uh, you can only put important if it's critical to, to uh, uh, the customer completing their order or completing their return or refund, right? So in this situation of sending messages to customers uh, re related to their returns, helping them with their returns, you can put important in the subject uh, and that will get through to all of your customers. All right, so we talked a lot there about permitted messages, right? Uh, what's allowed to be sent, but let's talk about what's not allowed to be sent. Uh, in short, pretty much anything we didn't mention that's allowed is not allowed. Uh, but let's break it down in details because I know a lot of people out there are using Amazon messages to, to promote different things. You know, maybe they want to send all first time purchasers a 10% off their next order. Or maybe they want to let repeat purchasers know that, hey, we've got a subscribe and save program and you can save 5% or 10% off by subscribing. Um, but unfortunately, those things are not allowed. So let me run through the laundry list here. And as mentioned, the link that I'll put in the description will also go through this same list. Um, order and shipping confirmation. So this is a big change, actually. Um, a lot of sellers have had order confirmation or shipping confirmation email sent. So when an order is confirmed or a shipping is confirmed, there's a message that's triggered. Unfortunately, Amazon says, no, we already send these emails. That means you do not need to send them. Why should customers get the same email twice, basically? So unfortunately, that's a big change that's happened. Um, so if you have any messages that are being triggered upon order completion or shipping completion, uh, then you're gonna wanna turn those off. Um, emails that are simply said to say thank you, not allowed. Emails that offer your assistance if buyers have any issues, also not allowed. This might, one might seem confusing, but Amazon basically says, hey, we're already taking care of this experience. Um, so this, this, this customer service experience. So you don't need to send these messages. Um, as I mentioned just a bit ago, anything with marketing or promotional messaging, including coupons, not allowed. Nothing to do with marketing, remarketing, promotions, not allowed. Um, I do know that certain sellers have certain workarounds to stay off of Amazon's radar for this. Um, you know, and if you have questions about that, we can definitely advise, but you know, Amazon's saying it pretty straightforward, no marketing messaging. Uh, language that encourages positive reviews or positive seller feedback, as we talked about. Uh, request for removal of uh, product reviews, existing product reviews. That is not allowed. You cannot ask the customer to remove their product review, even if you're, you understand why it should be removed and the customer understands why it should be removed now. Like the customer has to want to remove it on their own will, not with any uh, seller guiding them to do so. Uh, you cannot send more than one email for a product review or seller feedback. So just one message asking for a review. Um, you cannot send any attachments to your email unless it is necessary to resolve a buyer's issue, um, such as shipping, invoices, uh, things like that. Um, you cannot include any external links. So literally just no links in your messages um, unless they are needed to complete an order or they are links to Amazon. So you can't be sending people to your Instagram or to your website 
nothing like that. That's going to be a quick way to get your, your messaging taken down. Um, you can't include any logos in your messages that link to your website. You can't include logos. It just can't link to your website. So uh, if you thought maybe that would be a sneaky way to get around the linking um, guideline, unfortunately, uh, it will get caught. Um, you cannot send messages with sensitive content, such as, you know, bare skin, violence, gore, um, uh, offensive language. Uh, you cannot include any tracking pixels or tracking images in your emails. You cannot include your own email addresses. Uh, you can't include your own phone numbers um, unless they're related to warranty, shipping, or something to do with the manufacturer. Um, you don't need it. You can't include images of the products purchased. That is automatically included um, by Amazon on our on your behalf. Um, and you can't include any images that are not related to your brand or your company. Now, when it comes to styling, I know a lot of us love to use emojis and maybe maybe uh, 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 GIFs in your messages. Um, emojis have worked well, I know, in the past, but unfortunately, Amazon says no emojis, no GIFs. Uh, they also don't want you to have any fonts that are more than three sizes, um, and they don't want more than two line breaks in a row. Uh, there's other styling guidelines that Amazon has, so I definitely uh, recommend checking it out. I uh, didn't want to bore you with all those details. Um, because they do get nitpicky, but definitely recommend checking them out. All right, so that's it, everyone. That is the uh, basically the breakdown of the new guidelines that are going to take effect November sixth. Um, hopefully, you know you have enough time here to uh, make some changes before that guideline. Those guidelines take effect. Um, and if you have any questions, definitely feel free to reach out. Uh, you can email me directly, nicholas, N-I-C-O-L-A-S, at vendocommerce.com. You can email um, the Vendo uh, Biz Dev team at hello at vendocommerce.com. Follow us on Instagram at vendocommerce, Facebook, vendocommerce.com, TikTok. Subscribe to our, uh, our channel, whether it be YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple. Um, and uh, yeah, thanks again for uh, joining today. And we hope you make these changes. And uh, uh, feel free to reach out with any questions. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a great week.